Welcome everyone to the Miss Art World podcast. I'm Catherine with my co-host Samuel. What is up Art World? And today we have a very special guest. Her name is H.C. Wynn. Is it Wynn? Quinn. Quinn. Actually, Wait, you might what? want to redo that. Uh, the pronouns are they, them. So I'm like non-binary. Um, okay. <laughs> Let me restart that. Welcome everyone to, I almost forgot our podcast name. Why don't you just leave it anyways? Because that would be a good thing to talk about. Yeah. Talk about, yeah. Why not? Okay. Because, because you said you're non-binary, right? Yes. What does that mean? For it means that, that I am not gender conforming on like the binary, like um, kind of like scale. So like I neither identify as male or female. So then what would you say you identify as? As non-binary. Okay. So there's like gray spaces in between and it's like being able to kind of be fluid between these like two polarities and kind of create what it is that you would identify as. Okay. HC, would you um, would you think that most people are non-binary and we just have been told like, hey, you're a female, you need to act in the certain way? Like, or do you think there's certain people that are non-binary and there are certain people that are, you know, female and male? Well, I think it's just like a matter of like, you know, your own gender preference, because again, it is identity and how you choose to kind of identify as and, and like even these like polarities and these constructs of like male or female are just human created constructs. It's like it's not actually, you know, an actual thing in nature besides like our biology, but that's just a matter of like, you know, we can choose how to identify and there is power and kind of not choosing between the two because it's about creating narratives. And if you think about like why there are these two different um, gender identities is to impose like a narrative and understanding of like how to approach and like view this certain person and their identity. And just, um, it's just like putting people in boxes and trying to understand them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this was something that we had talked about for the MX Art World New York, which we are announcing you as the new queen that's coming up. Um, And so the MX was important for you because you're non-binary to represent um, not, you know, not the miss, which is very female, but be the non-binary within your title. Mm-hmm. yeah like the um it's like mx or mix like even I'm like because this is like relatively new to me because like I just recently I guess came out and just still exploring still understanding and so I think I like I'm still having a little more fluidity with it but I do like the mix and kind of like I've always known in a way that like I was always gender neutral like if you look at my own practice it's like this character of like completely void of like identity or any type of like I um signifiers and kind of like playing this like idea of like oh yeah like I'm gonna build my own story and like kind of engage you in that way where like there's ambiguity and kind of playing with that gray space and so that's why I like this um especially kind of like you know with like the whole project for Miss Art World 
um, kind of breaking down these structures of like what pageantry is, what beauty is, and like you keep, like you assume like beauty is like associated with um, being like hyper feminine. If you look at like beauty pageant culture, um, and just kind of questioning, it's like you know these don't have to be the norms. And yeah, like, and they shouldn't them. be the norms. Really, yeah. you should have a broader. Um, idea of what beauty is not well, like it's yet. like having openness to explore and be like hey I can do whatever the hell I want mm -hmm. and that's what I love about the the Miss Art World um, concept is it is allowing at least it allowed me to explore and be free with this idea of beauty whereas mm -hmm when I was doing pageantry, it was like, no, no, you have to look this way. You have to act this way. And now I'm, we are turning the tables on yeah. this whole idea of not just pageantry, but beauty in its entirety. Or just like kind of being like a femme coded body. And that's like kind of where like this came from for me. Cause like, you know, I was thinking about like oh, like what made me do this kind of like shift in identity? It's like, I realized a lot of my own personal traumas just came from being like a femme-coded body where like, you know, when you are born a woman, you are always told like how to behave, what to do, like how to look. And so like, you already have these like constructs and like narratives imposed on you and just like kind of breaking away from that and having that freedom. It's like, I can build my own story, my own narratives. And like, I don't need someone telling me like how to like, you know, perform. What is the MX? I know it's, you're going to say non-binary, but is M like short for something MX or is that just? I think it's G kind of like a negation. Cause like, if you think of like Mr. MR and like Miss or Mrs. is like the RS or MIS. Oh, so like okay. the X is kind of like the crossing out. Like that's how I view it. That makes actually sense. Really, that does make sense. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. But it's like, I think it's like, is it MX? Is it mix? I think it's mix. That's how it's pronounced. Oh, it is. Okay. See, I'm so instead of saying MX, it should be mix art mix. world. I, Cause I think that's like a lot smoother to say as opposed to like MX. I'm, yeah, I'm learning like a so rapper much. almost. Yo, 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 okay, it's cool. MX. <laughs> That's how I feel sometimes, like saying HC. It's like, hey, like, what if I started like MC? I'll be like MCHC. Yeah. <laughs> MCHC. <laughs> <In the house. laughs> well, I don't know. That's what I'm kind of thinking about, like, with this new role as, like, you know, mixed art art world. It's like, oh, like, maybe I should do some, like, MCing gigs, like MCHC in the house here. That would be awesome. <laughs> Get you, like, really cool headphones so you look legitimate it was funny because like so I was actually doing that photo shoot with um Angelica and like I noticed like oh wait all of these images are like kind of ethereal looking it's like maybe like if I was like some sort of musician I'd be like an ethereal DJ rapper <laughs> kind of mix <laughs> <laughs> and, and we should maybe talk about that. So uh, when you decided to jump in, you got with a photographer and then talk us through the concept of your photo shoot, because I know that was important to you, too. Um, so it was actually a really interesting photo shoot because um, the photographer, Angelica, uh, is also non-binary and 
I figured they would be like the perfect person to kind of do these like you know shots for like kind of the the debut because um they're really good with like makeup and like kind of doing these like very playful like full body paints or even just like these intricate fun um kind of like designs too and they had this like really interesting set of like colored photographs that I love that are very textural and like very moody and um and I just kind of loved like their aesthetic of like just you know photography and kind of playing with like that kind of gender dynamic where like it is ambiguous and so I trusted them with like doing my makeup kind of like playing with like the different outfits I had and this is probably like the first time I did like a photo shoot completely topless like like and I was like surprised I was like totally comfortable in it and I was like okay cool um and it was fun because it's just a matter of like being playful and that's what I enjoyed about it it's like it wasn't too much about like oh yeah we gotta look like pretty and like beautiful it's like no like let's just like make things fucking weird and like let's do like these fun makeup looks and it's like let's make it really alien like I want to feel like I'm an alien it, it's fun like the photo that I chose it's like kind of a, the birth of Venus almost <laughs> out of the water mm -hmm. all blue that's cool and it's like part of it's fun because it's like you know there are these like kind of rich like textures colors and like narratives that are like kind of like built into like the um the photographs of like you know who is this person like what is this look where are they from like you have like all these questions and I think that's the fun part it's like oh yeah like we're kind of building our own world our own narrative where it's like what is the context for this type of look this person's like wait this can be like an everyday look too mm-hmm and are you going to try to incorporate your art into the MX or mix uh, art world? Like do, because I, uh, Katie was saying that you do a lot of uh, black and white mm -hmm. um, imagery. And then I saw like you have the dunce hat on your Instagram a little bit. Like, are you going to try to incorporate that as well? Yes, actually, I've had some ideas because like I'm really into um Kind of interesting like psychoanalysis and so it's like I have all these different characters that I perform as and like the dunce obviously is like the reductive character where there is like no identity and they're all about like breaking structure questioning like social norms and interactions and then I'm like I think having like and like adding on like the uh, mixed art world character or like kind of I guess is it a character is it me like these are the things like I think about all the time it's like am I performing or is this just me but anyways having this like I guess other character like who is on the other extremity of like oh like this could be access maximalism like I can do whatever I want be everything and so like kind of having like these dual characters is interesting and then having myself as I guess myself um I've been thinking about kind of um this idea of like thirds where like there are polar opposites and like kind of a middle mediator and um from like what Katie has known from like my work in a uh, grad school like I did a lot of these like dunces um what is it of the round table and I kind of like this like self dialogue where these are the characters that I I am and I'm just kind of in dialogue with myself and just kind of bringing in these like I guess these newer characters like the dunce and like mixed art world like I've been thinking about incorporating them into like my own world and kind of doing a video series where I'm just basically talking to myself 
it's interesting that you will play yourself and different characters who are like I think that whole concept is really fascinating and I am excited to see how what you end up coming up with because it's a question that I have for myself like is me as Miss Art World am I a character or am I myself and for me it's always been I am not a character but at times I feel like a character so it's just it's interesting to you're going to take a deep dive into this and I'm excited to learn from how you experience it well it's like I don't want to think that like they're characters because I feel like like as a root that they truly are me but like certain aspects of me to like the extreme so like the dunce is me to the extreme on like I guess in a reductive way that like likes chaos and breaking everything down where like um mixed art world is probably on the other end where it's like hey let's like try to build things like make new like structures and make new ideas and narratives and so this is like a really interesting dynamic between I guess the two different sides of me and then do you only do black and white not anymore oh really <laughs> now that uh, no we're introducing some new characters I mean like this is like even in my own life like I used to wear all black but now I'm just like explosion of color so um do I think, think there's gonna be some bigger you, shifts do you feel like it's because before you were identified as these boxes that people were telling you about like mm -hmm. before you come out as uh, MX you were in a, either a black box or a white box and you've mixed the two and now that you have this explosion of color it's because you've come out at the same time you think yeah. that has any correlation with it I think so and I think like a lot of this is like correlated like with my own like gender identity like I've never thought about it. like I've always been curious as like where this character of the dunce came from and you know ultimately in the end it was like about my own confusion of my identity and so to introduce this like new character um it's exploring the other end and fully understanding it now and so i think it's uh it, it's it's interesting i think it's um yeah like you're pretty spot on with that basically i'll send you my uh doll. <laughs> Thank you for figuring it out in like a matter of like minutes while it's just like you know, my whole life. So what, um, this is going to be a really kind of weird like child question, but like, do you, I'm assuming before you said you like black, like you're attracted to black, do you have like a new favorite color that you kind of go to or you like yes. more? Or is it, yes, um, what is it? blue. I've like had, like been having this like affinity for the color blue. And I don't know if you've ever read Rebecca Solnit's book. I think it's Rebecca Solnit. Um, was it The Field Guide of Getting Lost? And she talks about how blue is this like deep color of longing of like horizons that you'll never arrive at, but it's about exploring and getting lost. And maybe that's why I'm like so attracted to the color blue. Cause like, if you think about like looking at the sky, it, endless or like looking out to like the ocean and the sea like you know it's endless and it's like there is a longing for like I guess a resolution and maybe that's actually the main color that I'm using for my debut so there is um, um, I guess 
some reason as to why I chose blue and it's also like water too it's like water's been like a huge theme this uh this year for me where it's like always being fluid and kind of like moving going with the flow and so yeah blue sounds good so I then, had no idea where you were going with that question. I was like, a childlike question that Samuel's going to ask. It could go. Well, it's like, what's your favorite? Basically, like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> so you don't get asked that as an adult, unless it's a little. But I mean, kid it's asks. like if you think about it, it's like, why do we have our favorite colors? Like, I mean, what's your favorite color and why? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be as poetic as what <laughs> you just told us. <laughs> I like pink. <laughs> I I like blue and I also like pink. What I'm I'm attracted to right now, like bright colors, because I normally wear a lot of like grays for some reason. I don't know well, why. Well, you both are in like black right now. What's happening here? Because <laughs> well, I'm at yeah. work. <laughs> but like my shoes, I I have these like really bright pink shoes that I like to wear, or like I have these bright yellow ones that I like to wear too. So like. That's the one part of my clothing that I kind of go crazy with is my my shoes, which is I think fun. But why not everything else? Just I don't curious. I I like maybe to look slimming, <laughs> so I <laughs> use darker colors. <laughs> with the dunce, have you gone? Because Katie was saying that you did um, like performance pieces. Have you gone out and did perform like performance pieces with? in that dunce outfit that's because you have it where yeah. the only i've seen a couple where it's like checkered like a full yeah. body checkered is that just like a bodysuit that you made yourself or did you were you able to buy something that i bought like it that? online and for me just like for safety reasons like i have to be in a controlled environment we do a performance with this suit on um only because of visibility like i could barely see out of it <laughs> so i wouldn't go out in the streets with it um mm -hmm just purely for that reason, like, I, I can't see through it. Okay. So if I do bring this character back to anything, it's probably going to be in very controlled projects, like, you know, in a video or a photo shoot or something. Was the gender neutral aspect of the dunce something that you had thought about in grad school? Um, yeah, well, like, it all came from, like, just kind of voiding any type of identity signifier like not only just gender but like even like me being like you know an Asian person too and just like this whole idea of like why can't we just read things for like what they are as opposed to always like wait there's this type of signifier on them like there's this is like their story is like like immediately like if they know like I'm an Asian person and I'm making like certain work it's like oh yeah this has got to do something with like being Asian or something it's like no it's like mm -hmm. I want to look at like concept like for what they are as opposed to these like preconceived you know concepts and mm -hmm. notions mm -hmm. you want to go on a more spiritual level not a uh, you know just a surface value where people can look at you and then put you in those like boxes where they're oh you're a white man or you're a, an Asian female but you want yeah. to go more deeper than that <clears throat> with your art. Are you going to, um, what, like, not are you going to, did you have any really unique perform like performances that you've done with that dance outfit? 
I think like a lot of it too it's like a lot of like power play and power dynamics it's like you know the dunce is meant to be an instigator um you know um kind of people think that they have control over a situation but the dunce is kind of like using them as puppets and that's like what I did with like a few of my um I guess performances where I will set up scenarios it's like okay these are the rules but like there is kind of free form free participation but ultimately in the end it's like it's very controlled so it's like this idea of like faux free will (laughs) and that's like something that I do like playing a lot with um, a lot of my work it's just kind of exploring power dynamics and like giving people like this idea that like they do have power when they don't Mm -hmm. and so it's like shifting again it's like you know when there is something like when there is like I guess a narrative or like some sort of um, preconceived notion placed on you like you are kind of forced to be boxed in like this where like this is kind of like the opposite effect with this character that is voiding that completely, but at the same time, like they're flipping it back onto you. Hmm. What got you into art? Like, was there anything that kind of pulled you into the art world or have you just always been fascinated by art? Um, I feel like that's a really difficult question because like (laughs) so many facets of the art world. Um, I kind of like, Oh my god, like, I don't even know where to start with this. Um, it's kind of like that idea where you can do whatever the hell you want, that art is such like a safe space where you can like explore these ideas knowing that it's safe mm-hmm. and like you're, you're able to do it. It's like knowing that like, you know, because I am wearing this dunce suit and performing as the dunce, like it's perfectly fine in the art world. But if I did in the real world, like people would be like, this person's fucking crazy. Lock her, <laughs> like up. what is happening here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Or me just like recording videos of me just talking to myself. It's like, this is not, not okay. Yeah, the so art like- definitely gives you uh, a kind of a get out of jail free card with being just able be to as express weird as you yourself. Can, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like having that freedom knowing it's like, oh yeah, it's like anything goes. As long as you don't hurt anyone. That's just like my baseline, like just don't hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. When you, before you got into grad school, what kind of art were you doing before? Um, I was doing, it's funny, I was a painter. <laughs> but painting the loosest sense where like I was questioning what painting is. So it's like the same kind of thought of um, like where the dunce comes from, where like you kind of question structures and like a lot of my practice was like, you know, questioning the structure of like what painting is. And so I made like very sculptural paintings, but like for me, like that wasn't doing it because it was became too much about the, the material um, and it wasn't getting to the root of like what I wanted to explore. And I think the dunce kind of came out of like, I don't even know where the dunce came from. I think it just had like this strong, like a reaction where I wanted to buy a suit and put on checkered boards on my own body because I was doing checkered boards on my paintings because it's kind of um, the checkerboard I kind of got the idea from like if you ever use like photoshop and you like void an image you just get like a checkerboard grid it was like a void of an image mm-hmm. so then you started with paint and now you're doing performance do you ever think about going back to paint at all or I've tried I've like started and I was like, this is like, it just doesn't do it for me anymore. It's like, I, I don't know. It's like, I like kind of like, I do like performance cause it's 
it becomes more personal in that sense. I think it's like more aligned to what it is I'm exploring, which ultimately in the end is like identity. It's been really nice to see your progression because it's similar to mine where I went into grad school as a painter and then left completely different doing weird stuff. And so I feel like your journey is very similar to my own, just in a completely different way. Well, and I wanted to ask you, do you have any plans, future plans with your title moving forward? Are you going to go out with the sash and oh, costume? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> what, what are you thinking for your future adventures as I think like right now it's like I'm kind of loving the fact that like I can kind of use it as an excuse just to be like extra in like all ways like where was the hell I want like just look crazy but like wear the sash and people like all right that's fine that's acceptable and just like go to events and like I do have like plans on going to like a lot of like art events and stuff um as mixed art world and just like use it as an excuse to like you know be extra and I, I I'm kind of loving that it's like I just want to be extra with like no reason for it mm-hmm. yeah it's that license to do whatever you want type of thing exactly mm-hmm. as long as I don't get arrested who knows like what is gonna like become of me <laughs> is there any kind of nervousness that you're feeling with the announcement or um do you think it's going to be all positive reactions um I don't know it's like I am having like a little bit of anxiety about it only because it's um I think it's more personal where I'm like is this going to be like a character as myself is it going to be an actual character and for me it's just like trying to negotiate that space is like am I going to perform as like reality am I going to create like a fitness space like how am I going to teeter between the two of this? It's like, I just don't know like how this character is going to pan out. And like, I honestly won't be able to answer that until like I'm out as mixed art world. Um, so I think it's just a matter right now, just like defining what exactly this character is. Cause people will ask you um, about it. And that's probably one of my biggest struggles is having learned it as I went to then be able to inform people of what exactly the concept is all about well like maybe that's like the magic of the project that it doesn't need to be defined and that's exactly what it's trying to do it's like there is a gray space like is it reality is it performance like is it some sort of theater theatricality um it could be both why not Mm -hmm. and what's I find so interesting is my experience will be different than your experience that will be different than Claire's experience and so we're all doing different things under the same umbrella but we're all experiencing it and going to um just it's going to be different for each of us and I I'm excited to see how that comes out too which I think it's like really great how this project is like um moving in that type of direction which is completely the opposite of like traditional beauty pageants where it's like everyone has to be like homogenous you have to look a certain way all perform the same way where this is like we're all going to have very vastly different experiences and that's like the magic of it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you get to 
do it for as long as you want. Like I plan to be buried with my sash because <laughs> why not? Um, there's no like age requirement. There's no, you have to act ladylike. You can't be photographed drinking alcohol, which is totally something that happens. Wait, that's a rule? That's a rule in pageantry. You could not be photographed having alcohol in your hands. No smoking, no cigarettes, nothing. Um, so now and- I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to do all of these things. Like, are, is there like a list of rules? <laughs> He's have like, a give me a list of cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do all the drugs. <laughs> all, all in one. All in one photo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe I don't know that kind of sounds like a cool photo if you were had just them all kind of lined up like you were just about to do it all Mm -hmm. actually do you have like one of these contracts I do yeah I can send it to you Mm -hmm. are you able to do your art um as you work because I don't know what you do for your for work do you are you in the art space or do you do something entirely different as like your normal nine to five job um well I've been on like a long hiatus since grad school and like I'm starting to pick things back up now and I think like this project itself is like a great way to just like incorporate in like my own life and so um, I'm trying to find ways to like bring back my practice so that it's kind of seamless in that way and that's why I like performance Mm -hmm. um and so there's like a lot of things I'm doing like in terms of work and like personal projects that I feel like I can bring in mixed art world just to be in these spaces so like I'm curating an exhibition it's like you know I'm going to show up to my own exhibition that I'm curating as this character like show up in the events um and so yeah like I think it's just it's I, I think it's easier to incorporate um this type of practice for me and like I'm still trying to like figure out like you know what works best for like my personal life Mm um yeah well it's hard to do art the older you get especially if you you know you gotta you gotta have a job you gotta pay rent you gotta feed yourself and then like balancing like even katie has a child now so now she's got to balance that and try to do art at the same time katie's a super woman i don't know how katie does it like it's hard (laughs) your child Um, becomes your art (laughs) yeah He's going to be totally in performances and I'm going to embarrass the heck out of him when he's 18, but no, it's, it's hard. Uh, I think in grad school, I really appreciated just time to make art. Mm -hmm. And now when you jump into the real world and especially trying to find an art job, if that's the route you want to go and then do your own art practice and not being burnt out at both ends. It's hard. No one ever told you, like, being an artist, it's like you're doing more than just working a normal job. It's like it becomes your life. Like, Mm -hmm. you get no rest. Well, and I, you're in New York pretty much. Um, Mm -hmm. So that makes it really nice to have so many opportunities there uh, versus being in, I don't know, Texas. Um, <laughs> I think where... Texas has a fair like. <laughs> Does it? Okay. Like Idaho. Oh, okay, or Idaho or Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> that might not appreciate the type of work that we do at the same type of level. 
so or maybe they will like people love a good spectacle mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true well, i think people like performance pieces because they feel like they're a part of it so like even if you don't know what's going on and you're like this is weird you're still going to talk about it because like it's something that you are a part of when like a lot of like pictures they either ha- they have to either call to you or you have to like it uh but if you you know you go through a museum you're looking at all these different art you're only going to talk about the one you liked with performance pieces if you didn't like it or did like it it doesn't matter you're still going to talk about that art and it's i, I think, think like, more yeah like and just to kind of jump on to like what you're saying it's like i think like performance too like it's a little more invasive in your space like you are kind of forced to confront it like where at least with a painting it's a little more passive and like you have to like you have to force yourself to engage with it where at least with performance it's like it's there it's happening in front of you like you can't avoid it yeah hc if people are trying to find you uh where would you send them like me personally as a human or like oh don't give us your address (laughs) um I'm located on this street. Um, I sleep at these hours. You're not promoting stalkers. Um, if they were trying to find your like Instagram or website, uh, where would you want people to reach out Katie, to you? Katie's trying to get you to do plugs. Yeah, yes. Plug, there we go. We got plugs. Before we wrap this plug up. myself in. Okay, so I don't like, would it be easier just like put like a little thing up okay anyways I think you just like look my name up H.C. Huen um, H-U-Y-N-H um, I think I'm only H.C. Huen prominently on the internet um, but my website it's H-C-T-H-U-Y-N-H.com or Instagram I believe it's H-C underscore H-U-Y-N-H um, maybe in the editing you can just like toss it in there <laughs> I'm like I'm just saying this because like I'm a bad auditory person if someone says something to me it's like in one ear out the other it's like Mm -hmm. well I'm like I'm very visual gotta see the stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah but I think you pretty much find me on like Instagram just type in hc when I should show up thank you so much for being on here and for joining the Miss Art World family because I'm excited to see it grow in completely different ways that are different than my own perspective on the world. Um, And for those of you who want to find out more about Miss Art World, we have a website, missartworld.org now that will have all of our queens listed and all of their information. You can find us on Instagram at Miss Art World. You can find us on YouTube if you want to see us all talking to each other out of little boxes. Uh, visit the Miss Art World channel on YouTube. And um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, HC, for joining us. Thank you, Samuel, as always, for your wonderful questions. <laughs> Getting at the I heart of things. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate the color question, though. Like, I, I was very happy you asked that. <laughs> Well, good. I'm glad. (laughs) Well, thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.